Biscuits and Gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Pull-a-buck! Whole pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria. Yeah. Good morning. You're listening to listener-supported Biscuits and Gravy on the KAKU 88.5 network. 88.5, the voice of gravy. Hi, this is Biscuits in the Morning. We got Biscuits in the Morning. We got radio smothered and covered. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, the fantastic, the <laughs> fantabulous Mr. Vincent Fody, and we got a special guest comedian. That was, Are y'all ready? That was too much whiplash. Woo! You gotta ease us into the... I, I was actually enjoying the the low energy. Hey, the this what? is... Uh, it's like a smooth jazz station. Mm. I know. I was worried I couldn't keep up with you guys and your sexy voices. <laughs> Ooh, hello. And that is our good friend of the show. This is your second time on the show? Uh, third, actually. Third? Ooh, third, third time's wow. a charm. There You're you so go. charming. Yeah, yeah. Look at your dimples. <laughs> Maybe I'll do be funny this time. Ah, you know, we can only hope. But introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Cody Heck. Hey. Comedian extraordinaire Cody Heck. Uh, where, where can our guests find and follow you? Uh, heck underscore Cody on pretty much all socials. There you go. You got a good one. Yeah. I, I, wow. I, I got it on everything right away. It, was, it worked out good. I got I got three underscores and 19 digits. It's mm. a little, little tra- tragic <laughs> to find me. I, I was very fortunate. I was able to get my actual name with no periods, no underscores, anything at gmail.com. I wish I had my entire life without periods. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. Not. But I I signed up for Gmail back when it was still in like the beta phase. Like I had to get an oh, wow. invite to it. Yeah, I remember I thought beta was an insult, right? Like if someone calls me beta, but if if Google's in the beta stage, it's like oh you got it on the ground floor. Yeah. So if, if someone if, calls me a beta, that would mean you're in testing mode. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm That's still not, in like, testing. Chuck's mode. a beta beta male. That's like okay. I'm just testing. Be I'm testing out being a male. And then you, you want to be a finished product. But Jeff. then if you become the best beta male, then you're the master beta. Oh, cool. Mm. Well, I think I'm a master beta male. Okay. I don't know. Well, very good. All right. We got lots to talk about today. I don't know what it's going to be. Oh, we're going to plug a show. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, why bar Maui? Why uh, bar why not, baby? Why so serious? Chickity, chickity, um, hoo-hoo. Yeah, 7.30 tonight. We got some uh, comedians from the mainland here and uh, a couple of locals. Chuck is on it. I am. It's good. And Angie the Diva is hosting. That's yep. tonight at Y-Bar? Uh-huh. So uh, Y-Bar, that's right in good old uh, Wailuku town. Mm-hmm. So speaking of fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were on that. So it's you, Angie the Diva. Who's the, the traveling comedians? So uh, my buddy uh, Brandon Wine, he's here from Milwaukee. My boy uh, Mark Vegas, uh, a.k.a. Dumb Cum. He is, is also, he uh, also here from Milwaukee? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nothing uh, says Milwaukee like Vegas. <laughs> well, he just has a foreign name that is hard for uh, hosts and uh, to pronounce yes. at shows. So Gonzalez. And I, f- <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> I be- I think it fits him. I don't know. You'll see tonight if you. Come oh, to he show. is the most amount. He's Vegas at like one thirty nine in the morning yeah. on Sunday. That's he, him. He's and he's adorbs. He's uh, he's basically Milwaukee's Chuck Thompson. Oh, I love it. We did mushrooms on the beach yesterday. It was amazing. It was. It was. And then the sunset, and he's like, "Do you mind if I play Earth, Wind, and Fire?" And I'm like, "I don't mind at all. This is amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend it." What uh, what song is the go to Earth, Wind, and Fire? Like he had a he had the whole did he have like a he had like a Earth, Wind, and Fire playlist? I, he had a where um, I'll stay with you until the twelfth of forever. 
or whatever. That's like the the jam. Huh. Know. Yeah, it was a good so one. So how much time is between the 12th of forever and the 21st night of September? <laughs> An infinite amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> they really ran out, you know, some bands, man. Like, I was a new band on the way on 95.1, where Shaggy Jenkins was hosting, and it was not very funny. And some <laughs> some bands and some music just list days of the week. Very poor writing, I feel like. Well, you got uh, Sunday, Monday, happy days. Yep. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Yes. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. Oh. Grooving all week with you. Mm. He's he's a fugly redhead, isn't he? That's who Ron Howard is. <laughs> yeah. That's why I mean, not... are, are they not all? Ron yeah, Howard is I, I guess it goes. No, there's some attractive gingers out there. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll come up with one and we'll talk about that If you know an attractive redhead, give us a call at 808-873-3435. What about the the chick from Game of Thrones? I I mean, like... Jon Snow. Her her nips are... You know nothing, Jon Snow. I mean, that was hot. Yeah, there's hot redhead girls. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think the men, men redheads, they either become the worst they either get funny good at fighting or just the worst people ever yeah that's like, my experience like with adult male and and like bore you to death yeah like succubuses yeah the, the life energy drainers it's, it, the life of a redhead is, is a tough one for yeah. sure it's why do they exist? a lot of pitfalls there's uh <laughs> there's got to be some attractive redhead guys out there right i remains to be seen there, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> if you're an attractive redhead guy, give us a call, 808-873-3435. And we will be the judge of that. Yes. And, uh, yes, Chuck will. He's having yeah. a red, a ginger judging contest. Yeah, I'm actually wearing all red today just, just for that reason. There you go. Radio-friendly conversation, everybody. And so we should, speaking of the radio, we should mention that if you're listening to us on 88.5 KKU, The Voice of Gravy, you can also watch us live on Channel 55. <laughs> And then they play reruns of the show on Channel 54, I believe. All the time, dude! So They if, play the show all the time! If you're not into what we're saying right now, you could probably go one channel down to Channel 54 and see like an old episode. Mm-hmm. Some classic Biscuits. Yes. And you can, you can listen to all of our past episodes if you go to BiscuitWars.com or if you just go to, if you go to like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808 and you can listen to all of our past episodes commercial free. What a great deal. Isn't that a great deal, Cody? Oh, it's a it's, it's the, the best deal, yes. Uh-huh. And we also want to give a quick plug to, we got the show tonight at Y Bar. Get there uh, early, limited seats left. There's also Vibe Open Mic is every Tuesday. Take on me Tuesday. Did you guys go? And then we there's did. also uh, an open mic on Mondays at Story in Paia. Ooh. So lots of open mics going on right now. The one in Paia is being run by a friend of the show, Chino LaForge. Ooh, power up comedy. Friend of the show, Power, Chino Laugh Orgy. Power Up Comedy Royalty and mm. star of the new hit show Moku Moku, Watch Chino LaForge. Yeah. When we were coming in here today, there was a, a guy outside asking for change. Oh, he asked me for the time and then he yelled and I completely ignored him. And then he yelled at me, it's 11 o'clock. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, see, he didn't really care about the time. Homeless mm. people don't need to know what time it is. No. He, <laughs> was, he, was gonna, he was going to use that as a segue into asking you for change. Oh, he was okay. trying to butter you up by, by asking you for the oh, time. Joke's on him. I'm already buttered up, baby. But the, yeah, he, the thing is, though, like, who still has change? Yeah, When's it, the last time that you've had change on you? I don't know. Like, probably only ugly redheads carry circular <laughs> currency, right? <laughs> 
I don't have like, change to jingle, jangle, jingles. I, honestly, if I had some like rando change in my pocket, I'd probably give it to the person, mm. right? Yeah. But like I, I've never have change in my pocket. When, no, when do you have change on cer- you? No, I, Dude, I don't even have singles ever. Yeah, that's I that's a problem. Fives. I usually have singles. If he had asked me for like, hey, do you have like one dollar? I probably would have given him a dollar. I think I have some ones well, on me. It, what do you do with the change if you spend your dollar? If you do have cash on you, if I have cash on me, and then what do I do with the change? A tip. Yeah. That's whatever I am. That's a tip. No, uh, well, yeah, like if I'm if I'm at like a sandwich place or whatever, and it's got a little thing, I'll put the change in there. <sighs> but mostly, most of the time, I just take it home and then I put it in the change jar, mm. and then once a year, I cash that in and like get a hundred bucks. Hundred dollars? Yeah. Wow. What, it, do you do, what do you do with it? Um, I it depends. Mm. It depends. Sometimes I'll just use it to buy food, or um, I used to use it to buy weed. Oh, okay. And thank God you don't buy the weed anymore. Yeah, I stopped. Laced with all that fentanyl. I stopped smoking weed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why would um, drug dealers want their drug addicts to die? That never makes no sense to me. No, exactly. It was the same thing with tobacco companies. They're like, we don't want people to die because yeah. we want them to continue staying alive and buying our cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Staying alive, bro. Therefore, cigarettes must be healthy. Mm, it's the only yes. logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, the, the weird thing with rounding up now too is that every time you go to a store they're like do you want to round up do you want to round up for diabetes do you want to round up for diabetes they're doing the diabetes roundup <laughs> diabetes roundup <laughs> i think i got a diabetes roundup sound right taco bello is wants to get a roundup diabetes roundup they're like you don't want to give two cents yeah. yeah can we get another one hold on yeah, yeah, yeah. His soundboard's way better than yours. Jeff. Yes, um, it's but, significantly better. <laughs> but the the thing with rounding up is that like I'm paying with my card. There's no there's no need to round up. They're like that way you won't have all that change on your credit card. Yeah, it's like that no, way, that's not. I won't help the guy waiting outside the radio station. <laughs> I, I have an app on my. I don't know how it does it, but it's on my phone. But it's the I, acorns. I, yeah, it rounds up, but then puts that away into a. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, that so way. Don't, don't and that's try stuff, to, that stuff builds up. Yeah, then, fuck or f diabetes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing: is that I, the reason that I don't like that stuff is that if you go to a store and they're like, "Hey, do you want to round up and or give a dollar to it's a tax whatever?" Right off for them. Then. You're you're not giving it to them. They're giving. They're taking your money and giving it to the the whatever charity under their name. So then they're writing off the money that you're giving to them for charity. Or like we'll match up to a thousand dollars, and you're like, oh, that sounds like they're giving a thousand dollars away, but a thousand dollars is nothing. Right, and then they're just a lot of places don't even say that they're going to match it. It's like maybe if you guys were matching whatever I was giving, then it would be some incentive to give. Mm-hmm. Or if I and just give, gave, or if I just gave the money to the people and then wrote it off as a tax write off, then you know you get some of that money back. What I do is I just pick like two charities a year to give. I mean, not really a lot, but something to. But then you absolutely claim it. Do Maui Food Bank. I do Maui. I do like uh, I do, and the, I'm, uh, I'm a the, sucker for Maui Humane Society I'm and sorry. Maui Humane Society was the other yeah. one. That's those were the two the two big ones that we were plugging locally after the fire. So those are those are the two good ones. Now Maui Food Bank, uh, after I donated to them, uh, I'm on their. I'm on oh, their list now. dude, I get spammed. I'm on their mailing so list. Much from those guys. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And I mean, I don't I don't mind. I do because like you know they are a good organization. They do a lot of good for people mm-hmm. on here, but it was like that. I don't have, 
that was a one-time generous thing that I did mm-hmm. because of the tragedy that happened. It's not like I'm not giving you that much money every month. Now, why don't homeless people have Venmos? That's what I'm saying, is that people, like, if you are homeless or whatever, or you're outside begging for change, don't ask people for change. No one has change. You know what they have? Venmo. Yeah. That would, that, that, I think that's the evolution. That's coming. I think. They're going to start walking up with their, like, QR code. We, yeah, all right, just, we should do, like, GoFundMe I've for homeless that. people. We set up the Venmo for them, and then we take the top 20%. And then we write it up. And then we claim the rest as a donation. Yeah, and then we don't million even give it to Million dollar idea, baby! Yeah, because, like, if there's a homeless guy that's got a Venmo, f- that means that he's got, like, a smartphone. And, I mean, smartphones well, aren't thanks to that... Obama, everyone in America can get a cell phone now. Smartphones aren't that expensive, but, you know, if you're, if you're homeless I, and you're starving... You can't be doing too bad if you have like a, a phone. Priorities, and, man. Yeah, I think I think it might make you less likely to give they if you homeless. if they're holding an iPhone. Yeah. No, no, no. You got to put it on their shirts. Like you got to scan it. It's got to be embarrassing. Oh yeah, maybe they like write it on a. Yeah. On a you got the QR code on a cardboard yeah. box. They have to sharpie That's, it in. Yeah, instead of like we'll work for food. <laughs> Here's a QR code, baby. You just, print, you just print it out at the library. Yeah. And then you scotch tape it to a, mm-hmm. to a cardboard box and just walk around with the QR code. Mm. Speaking of scotch tape, why but does then it you have not to turn, smell like scotch? Then you have to turn your Venmo activity to private, though, because you don't want people going on and seeing how much you're getting. Yeah, that's true. Well, because actually, be like, oh, that, that, guy made a, the, that guy made 100 bucks today? That would be the idea, though, is we could start, like, doxing some of these, these homeless people that are taking advantage of me. Yeah, you know, those... Dang, those dang homeless those people. dang poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> poor unfortunate souls. You don't even need money to be homeless in Maui. No. You just, you just need to have a high and, tolerance of sand. Yeah, and be able to catch a chicken. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can go, you can take all your showers down at Kalama Park. Uh-huh. I'm also amazed on how much more sex homeless people are having than I am. Oh, yeah? I, are, you, are you seeing it? At Cam 2, I've seen someone have sex at Cam 2. Probably seven to eight times a year. Easy. Easy. Wow. And it's not, you know, it's not people in polo shirts. Cam too. That's like probably the worst place to have sex. I know. Go go to Little Beach. Or or go to Kalama Park. Yeah. Not Cam Two. Or like Cam Soda too, because I filmed it. That's not great. No, it's not. I didn't have the permission. No, it is great. You know what's been great lately? My dental hygiene. Oh, yeah? I've recently got back into brushing my teeth. I can tell. <laughs> Which was something that I was not into for a long time. You always I mean, had the shrine at your house. You had the water pick, but it was always like brand no, new. I never had a, I never had a water pick. Oh, was that Diana's? No. You had something in there. No, we never had a really? water pick. Mm. I have an electric toothbrush. Oh, uh, okay. But do, I mean, do like, you use that for teeth or for... Everybody has an electric toothbrush. I do now, bro. It polishes my pearls. Except my wife. I have a whole bit about the, yeah. the electric toothbrush. But... My dentist yelled at me, and then so then they're like, "Here's some helpful suggestions for you to keep up with your dental hygiene." And they told me to get like a good toothbrush. And they they recommended the Philips uh, Sonic, the Philips Sonic brush thing, and it was like fifty bucks. But I gotta say, it's a whole other level. 
I got the hundred dollar one from Costco. Because I was like, how how good could like how much better than a regular toothbrush could like a fifty or a hundred dollar toothbrush be? Mm-hmm. Turns out it's actually there's quite a significant difference. Mm. I'm like, whoa, this is. I get Cody. I'm guessing you're more of like a toothpaste on the finger guy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just have a crappy two dollar oh, yeah. toothbrush. Yeah, is it so you don't have an electric toothbrush? You got a manual toothbrush. Yeah, manual. Okay, my I mean, wife still goes with a manual toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Is it one of the charcoal ones? Or, no, uh, it's like charcoal no. ones are whack, dude. Just, what? What is? A, I don't get why they have charcoal on stuff that's supposed to clean you. Like it sounds good when you see it, but then like it's good marketing. But then like every time I've touched charcoal, I've only gotten more dirty. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's just a way of them to get rid of more charcoal. Mm, it's big charcoal. Like remember the big chia, <laughs> the big chia seed movement, and then uh, not, and then they're like, oh, chia seeds, it's good for uh, health. Put it in your your kale shakes. Now everyone's doing chia seed stuff and overnight oats. It's the same thing chia. with kale. Yeah. Like kale used to, you know, who used to be the biggest purchaser of kale in the I US? do, but do you know? Uh, do listeners no in the KAKU was... 88.5 universe know who used to be the biggest predominant purchaser of kale? The biggest purchaser of kale in the U.S. used to be Pizza Hut. Pizza not... Hut was the biggest predominant purchaser of kale? Not because they were eating it. They were using it to line their mm. salad stations. And now they use fentanyl. Yeah, <laughs> and then so it was like kale was just like this garbage plant that yeah. was used for like decoration, and now it's actually taken off. They've flipped a the script on us and somehow convinced people to start eating kale. Hmm. It's amazing what they can do. It's not that good. No, it's not. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it tastes like charcoal. So, clean <laughs> <laughs> uh, so teeth. I also got. I do it have up with a sausage. Uh, it's delicious. I do now have a water pick though. Oh yeah, because they're like get this water pick. Like, floss your teeth every day. It's kind of fun. Floss your teeth every day? Yeah, well, the water pick is for flossing. It's I a, don't... Fl- how often do you floss your teeth? I don't really floss. Never, dude. Yeah. My yeah, joke has, is I bleed once a month, too. Yeah, every time he flosses. I floss. I, you know, it used to be... You know how when I would floss would be every time I would go to the movie theater? Oh, I, right. I actually... It sounds weird, but I bring floss to the movies with me because <laughs> when I go to the movies, I'm eating popcorn, and then, like, you're ever eating popcorn, you get, like, a kernel stuck in your teeth, mm-hmm. and then you can't think about anything else for the rest of the movie because all you're thinking about is that kernel that's stuck in your tooth. I can absolutely dissociate myself from that and watch a movie. I can't. Like, I could once I get a kernel... And not fit, pay attention to Once it. Once I get a kernel stuck in there, that's all I can fixate on. Mm. So now, I, you know, you if I'm eating popcorn... Once I get a little popcorn in there, pull out the floss, boom, get it out, go back to watching the movie. Mm. Happy as a clam. Mm. So now the clams I, have the floss. Now I gotta bring my I gotta bring my my water pick to the movie <laughs> theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, which do you like more your water pick or your bidet? Let's take like a water pick for your butt. Uh definitely the bidet. Bidet? Yeah. yeah. The water pick is I have a love hate relationship with the water pick. I've been using my wife's bidet. It kinda hurts. And then she But it's the great for my dental for health. And I like her bidet so much more. I got too reliant on the bidet, and then I realized that it was not cleaning well enough. I got the high-end bidet. so I've I got to like, update it, man. I've got, like, the really good bidet. It's got the heated toilet seat and the the three different settings. And it, there's, like, a pulse setting that you can put it on. I got the fan that comes out and blows on your butthole. It's great. 
Oh wow! Yeah, it that does it all. Right. I want to. I, wanna I usually need to go to, to Cam boot. too for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of comedy shows this weekend as well, and you should skip all of them and go to Rhonda's <laughs> Rhonda's trivia event instead. Oh yeah, yeah. she's doing a, a trivia. It, that's for charity, though, right? It's for charity. It's for Lahaina. It's for all the rich people in Kapalua that are getting paid seven grand a month to rent out their apartments, and. Uh, it's good. It's going to be great. Uh, the, I'm not the, being facetious. The ironic that. thing is that um, it's actually going to be Sopranos trivia. I know! And, and I'm not going to be able to go because I work on Saturdays. Uh, I'm not going to be able to go because I have to do a, a comedy show. And I, I just got done re-watching all of Sopranos. Ah! So it's uh, it's a, going to be a, a sad missed opportunity, unfortunately, that I'm not going to be able to go because I would have mopped the floor with people. God, I, cool. Yeah, I bet you're, you crush uh, trivia. I do crush at trivia in general, but also Sopranos trivia in particular because I just got done watching Sopranos. Yeah. So, yeah. As what, a matter of fact, uh, when they had the Pizza right. and Friends trivia, even though I'm not a huge Friends fan, our team did win the the Pizza and Friends trivia. So, I our, my team is the reigning champions of Ronda trivia. I was very upset. Yeah, I didn't win. And they they tried to get me on their team too when I showed up. I know, but I, I was I was already on someone else's team. I should have been on your team, and I was the one that left and was like, "Come on, our team." Yeah, and it didn't work out. No, no. But uh, we, you and I, have been on trivia teams before. Dominate, baby! It's uh, not even fair. Back I when Trish was Buffalo. running it at uh, the playground. Uh-huh. And I used to be on an opposing trivia team uh, back in the Mulligans days, back when Trista Dish used to run trivia at Mulligans, and I was on a team called the Sloppy Joes, and we were very successful. We had you were very formidable. Yeah, that's we when were, I first met you. Yeah, we had a we had a really good trivia team, and a lot of times it was just me and Patrick. Yeah, and we and we would uh, you, we would clean Patrick up. Patrick and Jameson, me, Patrick, and Jameson, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, we needed to win because we had quite a substantial bar tab over at Mulligan's. Friend of the show, Patrick, as seen on SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gives me Patrick vibes. He does give sweet, sweet Patrick vibes. Uh, one time there was a Simpsons trivia at Mulligan's, and I I got every single question right and destroyed the entire room by myself because mm. <laughs> i had encyclopedic knowledge of like the first 10 seasons of the simpsons which is all the good trivia um i got something we can talk about do you want to do a show today or just no not really did you did you see uh, shane gillis on snl i didn't but i do subscribe to peacock so i will watch it soon okay so i mean are you are you familiar with shane gillis oh, yeah. have yeah. you seen his new netflix special yes what do you think i think it's good i don't think it's as good as his youtube special um I think that his he, YouTube special is really good. I think he just he started doing stand up for his people who love him too much, and uh, he, you know, a lot of it was like for his podcast fans instead of just like great stand up. But there is it is a great special. Still. He makes a hundred and eighty grand a month just in Patreon. They're pay, they're, he has yeah. the highest subscribed uh, podcast on Patreon. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's why we're number two, guys. Keep up the biscuit tears. I, I love their, their podcast. Uh, yeah. Him, him and Matt McCusker. Uh, Matt's funny. They're so good together. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. I, no, they're, they're super funny. I'm always disappointed by Theo Vaughn, to be honest with you. In his podcast? Or yeah, in his, his stand-up. Stand-up. His stand-up, yeah. I think he's a better podcaster Way than better. his stand-up. His podcast is... Like, him just talking about nothing is... That's funny, beautiful. but his stand-up is just... 
you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different. It's I thought it was funny what he did to Ted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, did, what, did you, what did Theo uh, do to Ted? Ted was supposed to open up for Theo Vaughn. That and was there funny. were like too many Ted's on the show. <laughs> well, he was supposed to open up for him, and then he tricked Ted into picking him up from the airport. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you want to be on the show? Come pick me up from the airport." And Ted was I like, "Okay." And then Ted went and picked him up from the airport, and he was like, "Actually, you're not on the show." <laughs> Damn. Maybe it's because he met Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Ted's don't, funny. Don't meet your heroes. Ted's <laughs> also doing a show Saturday. Uh, so if you're not going to go see me and friend of the show Shahane at Kihei Comedy Cafe, you're, you're opening up for the Hoff. Yes. Oh, yeah. you're doing the one of the Hoff shows. Yeah. That's at the old Ami Ami. The what old is it Ami now? Ami. Kihei Cafe. No, Kihei Cafe. Right It'll be Kihei. me and Shane will do a good job. Wait, so there's a different comedy show going on a, that same night? A half a mile away. So one is Maui Comedy Live, and the other one is Maui Live Comedy. <sighs> And so they asked me to do that show, and I was like, oh, let me check. I'm sure I'm doing nothing that night. And I'm like, I am doing something that night. So Ted's opening up for them. And where's, that, I, where's that show at? That's at, like, the Gardens, where we did the open mic kind oh, of. Oh, wasn't Ted banned from that place? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how any of this works. But, I mean, I get banned from places, too. So what are you going to do? Okay. You ever banned from a place, Cody Heck? Uh, not, like, an open mic. You ever, have you ever been banned from, like, a restaurant or a bar? No, I don't think so. You never been kicked out of a TGI Friday's? I've been kicked out of bars, but not like a permanent ban. Oh. But like a, you're gone for, you're done for the night. I was wow. banned from a Lowe's one time. But, mm, was really? that your? Uh, I'm not gonna make that a was joke. a that was All a low right. point All in right. my career. Mm. But uh, the thing with Shane Gillis is that. It was like it was a big controversy of him coming back to SNL because if you remember, he got hired to be on SNL. Yep, and then he got canceled, and then he got immediately fired from SNL because they were like. We, Somebody went back and went through all his stuff and heard that he made uh, a joke about a Chinese person, and then they're like, "That's like half the population." They're Who like, cares? "Well, now you can't, now you can't be on SNL." So he got fired before he even like had one episode. I don't but know then who SNL, they replaced him with, but and a then, bunch of jamokes. I mean, when, when was that? Like two, three years ago that that happened? Almost, I think it, it might have been like pre COVID. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty nineteen or something. And yeah. so now he finally came back and hosted SNL. So it was sort of like this big deal that SNL finally had him come back after him being canceled and some people are saying that this is a tragedy because you know he's, I think this is planned opposition he's a right wing darling but you know uh, I, I don't really see who cares he's I mean, also he's, he's funny yeah like he's, pe- the people who are super liberal look at Shane Gillis and they have this impression of him that he's like this racist transphobic yeah that's because like, they smell their own farts and like read the New York MAGA comedian and really, he's not at all and he's not no. He's, no, just, he's just a good comic. He's just a super funny dude who is not interested in being super PC. No. And also, so, he has really funny jokes about his special needs cousin. Yeah. And he has he has multiple people in his family who are special needs. And yeah. he was... And, and he was killer uh, bit. He also coached for the Special Olympics yeah. as well. So he, what he's when he makes jokes about that stuff, he's not doing it from a place of hate. Or he's not punching down. After he got canceled and fired from SNL, everybody assumed that now he was going to be like this great voice for the anti-woke crowd because it's like, he just oh, kept doing he, was, he doing. was a victim of cancel culture, so now obviously he's going to be this anti-woke comedian. But it's not. He just kept doing what he was doing and being very funny. And the the number one thing that we always say is if you're going to be offensive, you have to be funny first. Yeah. And he is a very, very funny person. Do you see that in the uh, open mic community field in Milwaukee? 
See, uh, oh yeah, just the the shock value. Yeah, yeah. I know, e- every everywhere you go, you're gonna see it. Yeah. yeah. You ever see someone pull dirty underwear out of a brown paper bag? No. Who did that? That's a big thing in Boston. It's like a recurring. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Wow. Get, I don't get it at all. I don't know. It's a weird, it's bizarre I mean, to me. Maybe I'll try it now. Yeah, I'll I try will. it tonight. Y bar, <laughs> come to Y bar. I got Chuck's underwear in a bag. Oh yeah, baby! I'm not wearing it. Where'd it go? Who knows? <laughs> Back to the Shane Gillis thing. I like. He's become one of the biggest comics in the world now. He's like, huge. It, like with way and, better than if he signed his soul to SNL. He's gigantic on the pod in the podcast world. He's he's he just got like a Netflix special. His, have you seen his sketches? Uh, from Never. from SNL? No, Gillian Keyes. He, he, oh, has no. His, he has his own sketch show that is so much better than SNL. Right. Well, Gillian Keyes. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, yeah. Half, I mean, that, half of SNL is pretty good. I mean, he, he's great. It, yeah. It's, yeah uh, SNL there, has like season. one or two funny things a week. But, I mean, SNL's always been mostly misses and a few hits. I hate their cold opens with a passion. Dude, I hate SNL's cold cold well, opens. I don't know. Years. I think everybody watches SNL when they're like between like the ages of like 10 and 15 and yeah, they think it's really great. Think. And then you're you like, get older and you're like, ah, SNL's the okay. establishment. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, fine. And then everybody says, oh, it used to be good when I was a kid. I'll have to check out some of his sketches. Some of, some of the SNL sketches that he was on was really funny. And you know, and like his podcast is funny and you know he's just a, an overall funny dude and I, you know I think people have the wrong impression of him if they don't listen to his content. Yeah, I mean he's doing pretty good. I don't think he needs the he people that don't like bit him on but, George Washington possibly being. Yeah, from. and he also just got picked up for a uh, a Netflix just bought a TV show from him also. So See, I don't know if it's that gonna, scares me. Though. I don't know if it's going to be a sitcom or if it's going to be like a sketch show. But Netflix just bought a show from him. So. Sometimes it happens, though, where like comedians are doing really well, and you're like, okay, cool, maybe they could keep this pace for a while. But when they start getting too much, they get like bled out almost, and they feel like it can like water down their material when they do too much. Oh, I don't know. Louis C.K. was really good. Like When he had that deal with FX, where he was like producing shows mm-hmm. and also doing his show Louis. Yep, but, masturbating. But here's the thing, though, is that... Shane Gillis got canceled first, and then he mm-hmm. got all those deals. Whereas Louis C.K. did it backwards. Why the heck did they have to cancel Louis? Man, that show was so good. <sighs> it was that was probably the best show about a comedian. About a comedian that no, it, it was like the the best surrealist comedy show uh-huh. of all time. Yeah, and, and Atlanta went too far. They Atl- got too he, far. Every, Atlanta. I've always said Atlanta is the Black Louis. Yeah, because Atlanta kind of picked up that torch of being so, sort of like a surrealist sort of sitcom, but nobody did it the way Louis did it. Uh, well, for I mean, I think Louis is the best of all time. Everything he does is is amazing. But uh, have you, uh, Jim Jeffries, had a sitcom on FX a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very briefly run. It was like I, one season, right? That was, like it was ten years ago, man. Two or three seasons. I actually, I think that show was so good. It yeah. was funny. The first episode, they took his uh, friend with muscular dystrophy to a hooker in Vegas. That actually happened though in real life, right? Uh, I believe Isn't that so. based on a real story. Yeah, he told it as a story on stage first, I believe. Dude, when we saw Jim Jeffries here, Dude, he went for almost two it. hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and it was all good jokes. It was it was all super funny. I was expecting most times when you see comedians, they do like an hour's worth of material, and he did the the stand up that he released after that. 
incorporated it was about an hour of all the material that we had heard but he did above and beyond that he did like he did that hour and he also did like another 45 minutes it's just random stuff he did 10 minutes about playing on the beach in front of the four seasons yeah and it was just funny Nah, he was he was super funny when he came through that was a great time he had a couple of really killer openers man his openers alone each did over 10 minutes, so it was like a full show before we even started. It was almost three hours long. Yeah. No, that was, <laughs> it was a long my show. My butt hurt. That definitely got my money's worth out yeah. of that one. Well, it's like Jim Gaffigan, the first time we saw him, he did well over an hour, and then he came back in and did 10 minutes of Hot Pockets. Yeah. Because you got to give the people what they want. Which I yeah. found out recently, he does not like Hot Pockets. I saw on a podcast. Oh, interview. I'm sure he at one point he loved Hot Pockets. I mean, There's no way he doesn't. He didn't love Hot Pockets there a at hot any point pocket in his life. alternative? Is there another cheap calzone company? Uh, probably. Sh- yeah. There has to be. Why aren't there bigger Totino's pizza rolls? Right? I don't know. Uh, Why are they pocket. so tiny? That would be a pizza pocket. I want, like, a quarter of a Hot Pocket, but, like, an, an eight times larger than a Totino's pizza roll. Does that make sense? I'll have to look on Amazon and see what they have. Let's find it. <laughs> Tony! What's the, what's the weirdest thing? Here's What's the weirdest thing you've ever bought on Amazon? Uh, I mean, I bought sex nice once, <laughs> but it ended up being like for gay couples, <laughs> which works out in your favor. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is a lot of like anal and head. This is fantastic. <laughs> Chrissy's like, it was high rated. And I'm like, I'm sure it was. There's nothing pertaining to the vagina at <laughs> yeah, all. That's, like, you didn't have to do anything. Wow. I'm that's like, a, that's a night off for a Wow. It's Mr. all snake Thompson. eyes. If you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, all right. Uh, weirdest on Amazon. When I remember I got that food box subscription, Yum Box. Yeah. I went through a phase where I was buying some weirdo foods. That was pretty good. I did. There was some sort of falafel chip that you got yes. in there. And then I went on. I had never had them before. And it was so good. I went on Amazon and I found those falafel chips. Yeah. You had to order them from, like, Israel or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was super good. Falafel you, chips, of you, course. You like falafels? I do like falafels. I'm more a fan of filan cakes. Filan cakes, yeah? <laughs> How about you, Cody? What's uh, some, something something weird or crazy that you've ordered off of Amazon? Because Amazon, you can order pretty much anything. I don't order stuff online a lot. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm old school. I, I just, yeah? I just don't do it. No eBay, well, no I Amazon? Used to, I used to live, like, hood adjacent, so I didn't want packages sitting there. Yeah. Um, okay. When I'm that was a short-lived uh, County Central show. Too many uh, package hood pirates. adjacent. It, was that a... Yeah, uh, it was a very short-lived uh, Comedy Central yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I'm I aware of it. Renfield recently. Do you guys think... The movie? Aquafina? Yeah. Very good, by the way. That Aquafina, was great. It was a great movie. Aquafina was good in it. I didn't think she was funny in other things, but now I kind of like... That might be like my Aquafina gateway drug. Okay. Wasn't she in one of the Fast and the Furious movies where she's, yeah. she's driving the bus? I don't know. Sorry. It was rude of me. You don't was know? she? I think I she's know. in... I think she's in a Fast and Furious. Is she in so much? Yeah. I don't she's know. in Ocean's she's Eight. She's in Aquafina. There's a show called Aquafina. She was in Renfield. She was in The Simpsons. She was in the new live action Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, and she was in Future Man. I was just talking to Mike Enns about that show, Future Man. Also, oh really? She yeah, was in Future Man. Yeah, what Did, season? I don't remember that. Did she do stand up? I don't No, I think she was a rapper. How do you feel? She got, she got into acting from rapping, I believe. Oh, she was in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's That was the big movie that I remember her being in. And she was in the, one of the new Jumanji movies. How do you feel about people that call themselves comedians that didn't do stand-ups ever? 
Well, I mean, like they're uh, they're not comedians. Like, but they, they, yeah. like they got famous and then from being in a comedy movie, but they're not comedians. I don't feel like. Well, there's also people that get famous like from who get into there's like people that got on SNL from being an improv. Yeah. And then too many people. Then once they get famous from SNL, then they try to, once they're washed up, they try to go around and do comedy, but it's like, no, you, you can't do stand up comedy if you're not funny well because you were never a stand-up comedian you were like an improv person right i think that if they if they take it seriously and they are actually trying and working things out like during the week and instead of just doing the money grab because it's so clear when like people just do the money grab because they're famous and they can sell tickets but that doesn't last if you're actually trying to become a good comic after you do something else i don't think there's anything wrong with that he was a guy from cash cab Oh no, he was a comic first. He was. Was he? He was he, a comic. He's been, yeah, no, he's a legit, legit comic. Quirky, I remember he, he came here up. and Corky opened up for him. Yeah, he. he I was, didn't see the show, so I didn't know if he was any good or not. Um, so he was a comedian he, before. Wasn't that guy from Dirty Jobs originally an opera singer? Mike Rowe. Yeah, what, I think he opera? was like classically trained in opera. I don't know, but I know that he's really small. Uh, he's got a nice. He's Mike Rowe. Voice. I, my wife <laughs> thinks he has chest implants. Maybe. All right, let's do a follow-up junction. Okay, first up on the biscuits and gravy train today is there's 50 minutes left of the show. Let's start it. Follow-up junction, baby. <laughs> uh, for follow-up junction, uh, the Dancing in the Moonlight was not originally written by Top Loader. They were the ones that did the cover of Dancing in the Moonlight. Really? That apparently got really big, and according to the internet, they put that song "quote unquote" on the map. And then I went to listen to their version. I've never heard their version of Dancing in the Moonlight. I've oh. only heard the original mo- version, which was written by King's Harvest. That's who I know. King's and, Harvest. Yeah. That's yeah. the that's the act, the, yeah. the most popular version of it. And, Dancing uh, in the Moonlight. Yeah. So King's Harvest was the, was the ones that wrote that song. And it was about the guy who was in King's Harvest. Uh, he was in St. Croix. Mm-hmm. He got beat up by by in gang violence that was taking place in St. Croix during like a riot. And then while he was in the hospital, he was like, what if instead of getting beat up by a gang, everybody was just dancing and having fun? Yeah. And he so was he, the moonlight, and, and they were dancing in the moonlight. And so he, he wrote that song about uh, an alternate version of, of mm. being in St. Croix. And so he was like, what if everybody just got along? And so that's uh, where Dancing in the Moonlight came from. That was close. Also, Sandra does not rhyme with Rhonda. With Rhonda. <laughs> so I I knew somebody grew, growing up named Sandra, but she pronounced it as Sandra. Sandra? So I just assumed that all Sandras were Sandras, but it turns Have out that... Have you never heard of Grease? I'm Sandra D. Sandra D, yeah. yeah Sandy. Sandra. Yeah. Well, so most most people named... Sandra, pronounce it Sandra. Yeah, only, there, that's the name. There may only be one Sandra out there. Mm. So it, so Rhonda gets an extra point. From, if your name is Sandra and you're an attractive redhead, give us a call at 808-873-3435. But uh, yes, yeah, Sandra is the, the most acceptable pronunciation. Mm. Anything else for follow-up junction? Um, no, I think that's it. Mm, okay. You want to do Morningwood? Oh, we I have would to. love to. We we got to talk because about Cagney Lynn Carter, baby. We, we missed a big one. Hold on, don't get ahead of yourself here. This week for Morningwood, we lost a big one. Cagney Lynn Carter. Cagney died. Lynn 
bolt-on Carter. Uh, Do you know Cagney Lynn Carter? You ever watch her? I have no idea what you guys have been talking about for the last five minutes. (laughs) I don't know things like you guys know things. What's uh, What's your favorite porn website? Uh, I just do Pornhub. Pornhub's a good one. Yeah, yeah I mean, Pornhub is a good interface, and I love their cookies because they like know what I know in advance. I swear all, they, you should always log in because they know what you like. Yeah, dude. They start. The they start to quiz? learn what you like. No, oh, dude. I don't. I don't have an account. I just. Uh, all right, ah, dude. Do you, use it. Okay. Are Are there any porn stars that you like, or do you just kind of go on and whatever's on there is? Um, How many pages deep do you ever get? <laughs> I'll, oh, I'll, I'll scroll. Let uh, me answer I, the question. I'll, 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 I'll get into one for a while, and then I'll just okay. move on. But You'd be like, like, oh, this she's got some talent. A lot, uh, mo- mostly amateur stuff, though. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think OnlyFans is really getting people into... They're kind of diversifying. Mm-hmm. Like, remember how... For a while, for a while, there was like... If you were in a band that was signed, you were like the biggest band on the planet. But now, it's more just like... Bunch of SoundCloud people and Chuck's know, mom. Every, everybody's everybody's tastes are diversified because there's Let's a, talk about diverse tastes. Yeah, so I feel like OnlyFans is doing what what happened for the music industry, but for the porn industry, where instead of there being like one person that's like a Jenna Jameson who's like the biggest porn star on the planet, there's going to be just more. There's going to be a, a lot more porn stars that have smaller followings, and it puts yeah. the power now, back in the players. Now, now you can see the girl from your high school who wore the pajama pants to school every day and smelled like cigarettes. Which is what I've always wanted. I'm very upset that no single person from my high school is in porn. But, okay, but we we would be doing a disservice to Cagney Lynn Carter's memory if we didn't mention her. And you did say that she was bolted on, but I gotta say, even though she did have fake boobs, her boobs were a lot better looking than a lot of fake boobs out there. Her fake boobs were pretty good. Pretty good quality fake boobs, I'm going to say. She was my age. She was born in 1987. Yeah. In Houston, Texas. She she died? She, she died. Not, or quit not, porn. <laughs> no, not only did she die, she went full Hemingway. She put a shotgun in her mouth. You say Hemingway, I'd say Cobain. Well, you mean Courtney Love. Ah, or the CIA. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but... Yeah, well, you know, Kurt Cobain is a more modern reference, but if you're looking for more... Hemingway did a, a shotgun, really? Hemingway, yeah, blew his brains out with a shotgun, just like Kurt Cobain had done to him by Courtney Love. So, what's the chick's name again? Uh, Cagney Lynn Carter. Okay. Cagney with a K, uh, Carter with a K, and Lynn, L-I-N-N. Okay. She, all three names are spelled incorrectly. We all have to launch a wank in her memory. Tonight. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, go on Pornhub, look up Cagney Lynn Carter in, in she, memoriam. She deserves to be trending one last time. She does. Um, Cagney Lynn Carter, yeah. She she was really big in the, like, mid-2000s. Uh, she, ha- she was an AVN host. 26-time AVN nomination, three-time winner. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cagney Lynn Carter. God bless you. You were doing the Lord's work. Yep. And she won her first AVN in 2010 uh, for the best POV sex scene. And, of course, the famous work, Pound the Round POV. Oh, also, <laughs> you know what else is weird? Before she died, she had this whole beef with Chris Brown. So, 
maybe it, there's a conspiracy out yeah, there. Yeah, and that, about being abused. Yeah. Well, we know how Chris Brown treated women, and we know that he had this whole beef with her before mm-hmm. she died. Is it possible that Chris Brown killed Cagney Lynn Carter? We're just asking questions here on the well, Biscuits and Gravy Show. It says here that she died in Ohio, and if I was in Ohio, I'd off myself, too. Cody, when you come back to the island, where do you like to eat? Ooh, um... <coughs> So there's this little ramen place in Kihei, uh, a little Japanese place. Do you guys know it? Uh, I can't say the name. Is it Kai Genbi? That sounds right. I call it Ching Chong Bing Bong. Okay, where is it? Is it by the old All radio right. show? Yeah, it's by, just it's been exactly. canceled. Okay, this isn't Shane Gillis's podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, this is coming from Beef and Broccoli okay. over uh, here. Have, we no longer play Beef and Broccoli because <laughs> Beef and Broccoli is uh, not Come on! S- culturally sensitive. I'm trying to get banned from SNL. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. do it. <laughs> well, whatever the, whatever that place is, mm. it's uh, very good. Um, Wait, but where it, is it though? In it's it's, uh, it's a Kai Genbe, right? Yeah, it's be. yeah, it's yeah. That's what it is. And there's a there's a bunch of like anime figurines all over the place. The bathroom's know, like impossible to get just, to. Just Asian stuff. So yeah. yeah, that's yeah, manga. Yeah, it's okay. What, it's what you'd expect from do, from hearing the name Ching Chong Bing Bong. They do curry noodles too, and they're so good. Yeah, they, the everything big, I've had there is yeah. In, they have incredible. killer fried chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that, their fried yeah. chicken, dude. It's, they got all the fried chicken. Their yeah. ramen's really good too. The mm. the broth that they have for yeah. the ramen, the tonkatsu especially. It's so thick. I just like the. I, I can't. Uh, I can't. I don't say any of the names of anything. I just call it all a pile of. Slop. Okay. Well, let's not say Ching Chong Bing Bong. Okay. That was the last time that Stephen be said. Stephen Colbert had a satirical character named Ching Chong Bing Bong, and then he almost got canceled because people didn't understand that what he was doing was satirical. People did not understand wait, anything, Vincent Foti. Are you saying that when I said it, it wasn't satirical? Well, I'm just saying well, when you have a mullet. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't doesn't equal. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shirt's not helping people get, grasp your satirical. I don't. I, I don't always say Ching Chong Bing Bong. Sometimes I just make <laughs> okay. random Asian noises. We okay, we can't. All right, we can't go down this road. Okay, my bad. Well, my speaking bad. of, uh, I call it Slurp Soup. Whatever. Beep I mean, they're they're a great they're great named restaurants. There was a restaurant. So there was a cheesesteak place in Philadelphia. This is a true story. There was a cheesesteak place in Philadelphia, and the name of the cheesesteak place was called Chinks. Right. And so it was, it's been around since the 40s. It was actually one of the best places to get a cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Do they wrap it in a newspaper? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So, so. Eventually, they got in trouble for the name. Uh, the Asian community kind of was upset about the name. And they were like, well, you can't have a cheesesteak place called that. So you got to change the name. And then it turned out that the name of the guy who founded the cheesesteak place, that was his name. So it's like, is it is it fair to make them change the name because that was the guy's name? So then they were like, well, maybe it's not racist. But then they found out that <laughs> that wasn't the name of the guy. That was his nickname, and he was given that nickname because he had slanty eyes. So they were like, okay, well, <laughs> maybe it actually was racist. <laughs> so, so then they actually did end up changing the, the name of the place. So... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe sometimes if something appears racist, maybe it actually is racist. Aunt Jemima is now Pearl Milling Company. Oh. It's very, I know. Really? Yeah, dude. They completely rebranded. Huh. There's How is a- Aunt Jemima? I don't get it. Well, I, I think her caricature was racist, 
but I don't know. Maybe it had like the red bandana and her hands on her hips. Yeah, because there wasn't an actual Aunt Jemima, right? But then like Aunt there Jemima, was... the term became a term that people used offensively. I'm sure someone has an Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But like Uncle Ben, there was an actual Uncle Ben, right? Yeah. I don't know. The cream yeah. of wheat guy was Spider-Man? was a real no. The cream of wheat guy didn't actually exist, but his the the picture of the cream of wheat guy was an actual chef. Are you telling me there's no real Captain Crunch? There, uh, Captain Crunch was real. Oh, Captain Crunch was real. Yeah, he was an admiral though. Oh. He wasn't really a captain, so it's not historically accurate. Wow, Admiral Crunch. <laughs> admiral Crunch. There's a bar in Wisconsin that. It's in Wisconsin Dells. I don't even know if I should say the name on the radio. I mean, if it's uh, the name you know of the what? bar, just Maybe go not. for it. It is the actual it. name of the bar. All right. It's called Nick's. Okay. And what street is it on? Uh, what street is it yeah, on? I don't know the street, but uh, it's okay. in Wisconsin Dells, and uh, their catchphrase is, take a swig at Nick's. Whoa. And it's crazy. It's it's still there. It's They yeah. haven't changed the name. It's and This, this, is, this like, is in Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin Dells. It's like the, the really, like, tour. It's the biggest, like, water park uh they call it the water park capital of the world, but it's a, at least in the Midwest. Who's they? Who's Wisconsin Dells? I don't know. Is it like the, the only water park? All right. Now, is the is the name of the bar based on the, somebody's name or something? I don't know the history. I just I, I like it's just been like that since as long as I've been around. Should I not have said that? It's the name of an establishment. You can Google it. All right. Well, we're gonna give you a pass because it's the name of the place. But we are acknowledging that it's wrong. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. I'm interested in knowing if it's actually based on something. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I want to dive into this. All right. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll re examine that next week mm. for, <laughs> for follow up junction. And if you want to Google something fun, <gasps> okay. look up offensive so, cheese I mean, Australia. There was Oh yeah. No, th- which, those those people recently got in trouble. Actually, as a matter of fact, to cheer. Jim Jeffries talked about that in the stand up, didn't yeah, he? So there you go. Right there. Full circle. Oh yeah. No, not saying that one. Well, I mean, that was also a, a nickname for raccoons, so Yes. <laughs> so I mean that's it might not be entirely mm-hmm. all right. Well, Can you talk- still say Chinese fire drill? Okay, KFC Cheetza. Have you seen that? All right. Let's get off the racist stuff. Did you see that KFC and you know people are always doing like the vegetable based meatballs? First they had chicken chicken tacos where the shell was chicken. I mean, I'm all about that. Now they've got chitza, which is it's it's just a piece of fried chicken with like with pizza sauce and mozzarella and pepperoni melted on top of it. Yeah. So it's a pizza on top of a chicken. They're also in some states testing out um, meat-based vegetables. So it's like a carrot, but it's made out of like pulp, <laughs> pulp chicken. So Hold so on. so we're going the reverse. I like this because before that's they, the America I dream in. They're like Morning Star burgers. Remember, yeah. like uh, when they were making those veggie burgers. Veggie burgers are it's supposed to be meat, but it's made out of veggies. It's made out of mushrooms and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Now they're going the opposite way, where they're taking. You think it's a carrot, but it's but actually it's, it's beef. really chicken thighs. <laughs> that I can get behind. Yeah, I love it. How does that work? Well, you like, take you take a chicken and you put it in an industrial you dye it grinder, orange, you and then put you, it in a mold that looks yeah. like a carrot. So yeah. it's just and then you ground got, meat. Then you got a yeah in a shape. Yeah, same way they make dino nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> right. they're not okay. dinosaurs. It's not made out of dinosaur meat. It's just it's just a bunch of like pureed meat goo that's put into a dinosaur shaped meat mold. goo. What what is the purpose? What that's of this? anything of life? You mean? Or I mean what? like. 
Why, why make meat worse <laughs> just to make it look like a vegetable? Or my, why make Shock vegetables value. worse? Who knows? I don't know. I had an ice cream cone. At I mean, that's Joe's. the only way Chuck would eat a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> if it's made of meat, <laughs> if it's made of yeah. But that's not eating a vegetable. You gotta, You're not getting the nutrition of a vegetable. I'm like dipping it in a ranch. I'm like, oh, it's so good for oh, you. It's so good with the ranch on there. Oh. Normally, I wouldn't eat a carrot. There are too many cockroaches everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, all right. There was a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about this week that we're not going to be able to get to, but maybe we'll get to next <laughs> That's week. It's your fault. Um, it is partially my fault. I do want to give a shout out to Sopranos, <laughs> which I just finished watching. It is the 25th anniversary of Sopranos, so my rewatch happened to coincide with the 25th anniversary. Ugh. So, if you haven't seen Sopranos, did you ever watch Sopranos? Uh, no, I have not. It's definitely one of the greatest shows of all time. Highly recommend going back and watching it. It still holds up even today. It's something I want to watch. I just, when I have time, I just there's an I episode the time commitment. There's an episode of Sopranos where Carmela goes to France, and when they're in Paris, she takes a picture outside of Al Pied Cocon. No way! Which is the restaurant that's, that Chuck and I went to. That's our stomping ground when we were in Paris, and that's where I ate on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, two minutes left. The new True Detective was really good. Did you see? Did you see the, the wrap-up episode? I wish there was another episode. I feel like they. Well, it was only six episodes, the, but the fifth episode was. Really I good. liked the, the twist at the end. Not supernatural. It wasn't supernatural. It was an uh, avalanche. Also, I saw the Demon Slayer movie in the movie theaters. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, getting ready. You watch Demon Slayer? Are you an anime guy? Mm, uh, no, not at all. Okay. I saw Spaceballs in the theaters last week. And oh yeah. The the theater here in town is showing a bunch of classic also, movies. I had no idea that they don't use film anymore, even in theater theaters. It yeah. was just a th- some guy's thumb drive. It's just digital projectors. We saw four minutes before that movie started of him literally on his computer trying to find the file. Cool. Oh, there's also a new show on FX called Shogun, and it looks like that's going to be really good. It's like high budget. So I'm looking forward to watching that. All right, time for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck's stuff knowledge buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Oh, yeah. We didn't read any of these. Today's show is underwritten in part by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. Paul Reiser's <laughs> Yeast. You'll be mad about Paul Here, Reiser's. read that one, Cody. <clears throat> Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need senesis. There you go. Today's show is underwritten in part by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with old men. And also by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons! All right, our first question comes from Cameron in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago wants to know, um, and feel free to help if you know any of these answers. Uh, what, What rapper had the 2003 hit Always on Time? He has a birthday coming up. Ooh, um, if, Tony, if Tony knows, Tony can tell us too. Ja Rule. It is. It was Ja Rule. Very good. So the reason that question got asked is because Ja Rule's birthday is on February 29th. He's a leap year baby. Mm-hmm. Leap leap day. Always yeah. on time. You are a smart person. I'm not always there when you call. That Did you ever see the music video for that? Of course. He wakes up. my virginity. He wakes up and he's got his watch on. I'm like, Ja Rule, why are you sleeping with your watch on? Take your watch off before you go to sleep, Ja Rule. All right. Lisa in Tacoma, Washington wants to know, in the UK... Uh, on a leap day, it used to be tradition that on a leap day, women were allowed to do what? Vote. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, not wear a bra. Oh, I'm sorry. They were allowed to propose marriage. 
on on a leap year day, uh, women get, yeah. were allowed to propose they get marriage. One day out of every four years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It should be voting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our third question is always a sports question. Mary and Kihei sent this one in. Taylor Gooch is a high-ranking player in what sport? Hockey. Taylor Gooch. What do you think? I I, I have no idea. Oh, I'm sorry. He plays golf. Taylor Gooch is a golfer. I got one out of three. He's got one out of three. I still think um, women should be able to vote every four years. But uh, you'll, we'll be able to try again next week, Chuck. But you know what? That also means that that's the end of our show. But not the end of Biscuits and Gravy, baby. On, we want to thank Cody Heck for being on the show today. Always funny. Why yeah. bar tonight? What's the name of the, the business that I disrespected? Isakaya Genbi. Yeah, go there. Buy their food. It's <laughs> very good. I feel like I should plug them on their, this platform. Their, their ramen broth is really good. Yes. Chuck, don't be racist. <laughs> And for me to you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget how to end the show? No, sweet. <laughs>